Swamiji, can you explain to us the law of karma and how it works? Well, the law of karma is the same, really, as Newton's law of action and reaction. It's true for on all levels. Whatever energy you put out has to come back. Any movement has to have a counter-movement. We're living in a realm of duality. Spirit was without movement. As soon as Spirit created the universe, it, it, he couldn't create the universe out of anything. There was nothing to create it out of. He had to bring it into existence out of his consciousness. And so he did it by vibration. And just as with every rising wave, there has to be a falling wave. You can't change the level of the ocean by uh, having a higher wave. If you have a higher wave, you just have a lower trough. And so for every plus, there's a minus. For every joy, there's a, so there's a sorrow. For every good thing, there's a bad thing. And in everything, there's always an opposite. So karma is the law of action and reaction. Whatever you do, good, bad, indifferent, it will have a reaction. So if you're kind to somebody, in some way kindness will come back to you. It may not come from that person. You see, karma comes from you. And uh, it is, uh, you are the center of the universe as far as you are concerned. So everything that you do comes back to you. It not, doesn't have to come from the same sources you gave to, but it will come because you attract that kindness. And that will follow you for many, all the lifetimes until that has been canceled out. So no matter what you do, you must get a response to it. Therefore, it's a good thing always to try to be kind to people, to do kind deeds to people, to be truthful, and so on. Because if you're not, it will redound to you. Swamiji, um, someone who's striving for success, will he automatically have to experience failure if he experiences success? He will have to experience failure sooner or later. You can't go continually raising the wave. Sooner or later, it will have to be, have to be followed by a collapse. But it's still okay to strive for that you success. You have to strive for success. But finally, you have to realize that whatever happens to you outside isn't really happening at all. So you should seek your success and your fulfillment inside yourself. It is actually, it's a very interesting thing because everything depends upon your reaction and uh, the likes and the dislikes. Always, it's not the beautiful sunset, it's how you respond to it. And a turtle could see a beautiful sunset and not notice it at all, or just wonder if it was something good to eat. <laughs> it wouldn't mean the same thing to him. But if you like the beauty of a sunset, and I heard of a man who was uh, in Switzerland, he was colorblind, and he used to love to drive up in the mountains in the, in the late afternoon to see the beautiful brown sunsets. <laughs> and that's all he could enjoy of it. But the thing is that your enjoyment of it, this is why I know many yogis will tell you, don't enjoy anything. Well, that's a very sterile way. My guru said, enjoy all things with the joy of God. 
So, I mean, why would they suggest not to enjoy everything? Because if you cancel out all pluses and minuses, if you remain completely um, without reaction, then you become peaceful mm. and uh, you go into the self. But you don't, if you become apathetic and you, you reach that self much better if you have joy in yourself and know that it's the joy of God. So it's better to refer everything to God. How do we overcome that reactive process in ourselves? Well, there's the thing that I was going to get into. That it's, it's tied into the ida and the pingala in the spine. That it's tied into respiration. Because the ida and the pingala are the currents in the astral body. That's the breathing in the astral body. And when the energy rises, then that's the inhalation. When the energy descends, that's the exhalation. And when we breathe, the cause of our breath is this movement in the spine. If we can cancel that movement, we become breathless. So breathlessness comes for physical reasons because you have no more need for oxygen and uh, so on. But for spiritual reasons, it comes when you cancel out the ida and the pingala. And so a master can go breathless at will because he just neutralizes this reactive process in the spine. But he's not holding his breath then. He's not holding his breath, no. And the breathing techniques of yoga are then how we... Kriya yoga particularly. But I don't think that our audience is such that they will be very interested except maybe one or two here and there. So let's go to subjects that are more general. Very good, Swamiji. Well, it's interesting, though, because our audience, no doubt, would experience pain. And what we're talking about here is a way to overcome pain. If you have pain and can neutralize this reactive process, look at a child who falls. He'll sit there and look up, and if you look sorry for him, then he starts crying. If you say, come on, Johnny, let's go, he'll just forget about it. So most of the pain that we feel is mental. It's, we react that way because we think we should feel pain, because we feel we should suffer. And some people are constantly grieving about this and getting excited about this. We should learn to be even-minded. When I go to the dentist, I don't take Novocaine. And it just, uh, I find that by um, just not caring what they do, that I can sit and compose music or work out some point of philosophy that I'm not quite clear on or think about something that I want to do later on. And the dentist will be perspiring with <laughs> sympathetic pain, but I won't feel it. It's not that I don't feel the sensation, but I don't define it as pain. And so it doesn't bother me. One time, I, it was particularly difficult, and uh, I found that by just making my reality very broad, I just thought, well, this body is just a small part of the general reality, and so I felt that I was in the countryside around me, and this little body was suffering, but the rest of the countryside wasn't, and so I wasn't, and I just let it happen. It didn't bother me. Swamiji, can that skill be learned? <laughs> I don't know why not. <laughs> it sounds it's a little a challenging. It's a effort. <laughs> it's 
most people I think are sort of their reality seems stuck in their own body and yes yeah I guess that's true but we can get go for that in fact we are not this body and the pain that we feel of the body the moment you die is gone there's no pain in the astral body and so people may be suffering intensely but the moment they leave their body there's no pain there's emotional pain that's different and so the emotional pain is carried over that's intensified because when we're in the physical body we're protected by this wall of flesh and so if you've uh, lived a happy life you're very happy in the astral world much more so than here if you've not lived a good life you may suffer intensely there too and, do you, and that's why people talk of hell do you t uh, get over the emotional pain or does it just last until well, it you're depends reborn? on you you don't have to suffer but it's your your attachment that makes you suffer no in the astral world the only pain that you may feel is you feel that you've done something wrong if you're on the higher higher astral planes you may suffer because you did wrong but you finally reach the point where nothing can touch you my question though is in the astral world you can overcome the emotional pain yes okay yeah, yeah. as you can overcome emotions emotion are just waves releasing the attachment releases yes. the pain yeah very good. Everything is tied to ego. You still have your ego in the astral body. And as long as there's ego, there will be pain. Tell me, what is the astral body? You've mentioned it. Well, when God created the universe, he created it first in thought. Then that thought, he materialized, he, he, he vibrated more grossly into the form of energy. Then he vibrated that energy more grossly into the form of matter. But matter, it has now been discovered by science, is really only a vibration of energy. It's a lower vibration. Energy is really only a lower vibration of thoughts. Thoughts are a lower vibration of consciousness. Mm -hmm. And so you go beyond that into the pure consciousness of Brahman or spirit. So the astral body is an energy body? The astral body is an energy body. Does it have a shape or a form? It has the same shape as this body you're wearing now, but it can change. You can change it and temporarily become something else. Usually after you die, no matter how ancient and decrepit you are like me, you suddenly take on your young body again. <laughs> it was very interesting when my father died. He was 84. And uh, he was very weak and had uh, very little strength at all. But when he died, I felt his energy. It was just the energy that I had known when I was a child and he was a young man, hmm. full of energy and joy. So when the aura is spoken of, is that the energy body? Yes, yes. And that can be photographed? Well, we actually, I have bought an aura camera and people who come to our ashrams can have their picture taken with their aura. It's a very interesting experience. So it's shaped like the body, but of yes. colors? 
it's in color mm -hmm. and it's it's has the general shape of the body Swami, we hear sometimes of some someone who has a large aura. Can it be expanded? Yes, you can expand your aura. And in autobiography of a yogi, Yogananda describes Sri Kteshwar coming, remember? Mm -hmm. And he said, your aura filled the whole train. Mm -hmm. So your aura can be very big. When, when I lecture to a large crowd of people, I've always noticed that I project my energy to the last row and I feel as if my aura fills the whole hall and it's a deliberate effort. Very good. Yeah. That would be a good thing for public speakers to yes, do and would. singers. It would because you don't really convince people or, uh, only by words or only by ideas. You also convince them by your vibrations. Thank if a person is telling the truth and feels, feels that truth, people are more aware of it than otherwise.